Hey everybody, this is Gene Troyer. I'm the lead pastor of Restore Church. And what a pleasure it is to welcome you to our podcast. It's my hope that you will be marked by love and encouraged in your faith and inspired to become all God has created you to be. Now I invite you to lean in and enjoy the podcast. We're in a series called Keeping Score. And this week, I wonder if you've ever had your fortune told. Have you ever sat across from the table from somebody that was looking at some cards, some tarot cards? Have you um, had a fortune teller look into a crystal ball, give you your fortune? Well, I hope not. That is dipping into the dark side. It is an abomination before God. And if you've done it, you're not an abomination, but that thing is. And you need to cut that off from your life. But some of you have sat across the table from me and others. Maybe you have a life or a leadership coach or someone that is mentoring you. You've sat across the table from them, and um, I know that you have because I've been one of the people that you've asked, and I know that uh, I have done this, and I have looked across the table at other people, and I've said things like, here's the issue. Here's the issue. How do I fix it? Tell me my future. How do I fix this? Or I might have said, if I do this, what do you think the outcome will be? Some of us have said, if I knew my future, I would live differently. If I knew my future, I would have different expectations for my life. And we usually don't ask this one. But we think it. How much good do I have to do to gain the approval of God? What's the score? How do I measure up? Tell me my fortune. Tell me my future. So a couple quick points. I believe, and I'm convinced, that your future is informed by a number of things. But let me just give you four. Your future is informed by the words you speak. So uh, James, the brother of Jesus, writes in James chapter 3, verses uh, 5 and 6. And this is like, this is the message uh, translation, so it may sound different. But his words are, it only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we are, can ruin the world. We can turn harmony to chaos, throw mud on a reputation, send the whole world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. Your future is informed by the words you speak and the thoughts you carry. The words you speak and the thoughts you have. Every word you speak has a thought behind it. And so your thoughts inform the words you speak. What spirit informs your thoughts? What spirit informs your thoughts? Is it mostly criticism that comes out of your mouth? 
Is it mostly seeing the dark side coming out of your mouth? Or is, are the words that are coming out of your mouth words of blessing and grace and mercy and an acknowledgement that you too are human, that when you're wanting to criticize, you actually are going to speak life instead? Number two, your future is informed by the practices of your life. What are the practices in your life today that bring life? What are your priorities? What has priority in your life? In the Gospels, Mark chapter 10, Mark writes, but among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. What are the practices of your life? Is it your practice to lay down your life for the other? Well, you have not really laid down your, your alive this morning. So in that sense of the word, you have not laid down your life, but we give our lives away all the time, don't we? As followers of Jesus, that's what we're called to do. We're called to lay our lives down, to give as we have been given, to pour out the blessings that we've been given, to share with those around us, to give of ourselves. What are your priorities? Is it to serve others or to serve yourself? Number three, I'm convinced that your future is informed by the company you keep. Who are your friends? And we often think we can talk to, the, to middle schoolers and high schoolers about this. Who are your friends? Because your company informs your future. The company you keep informs your future. And it is relevant to the teenagers among us, to consider who their friends are and what impact they have on their lives. But guess what? You and I, look, let's be cognizant of who we surround ourselves with. Who has more impact on us? In fact, do you have a greater impact on your friends or do your friends have a greater impact on you? Who are you connected with? Who do you keep company with? That informs your future. And finally, number four, by the generosity of your life. Your future is informed by the generosity of your life. Parker, Parker Palmer, he's an author. He writes these words. He says, authentic abundance does not lie in secured stockpiles of food or cash or influence or affection. See, we, we think about the abundant life. We talk about that all the time here. What is the abundant life? Well, the abundant life is not necessarily a stockpile of food, cash, influence, or affection. But abundant life is in belonging to a community where you can give those goods to others who need them and receive them from others when we are in need. See, your community equals your future. Your community equals your future. Who you hang with will determine the quality of your life. Four things. These inform your future. 
You want to know what your fortune is? You want to know what your future is? Consider these four things. In Luke chapter 6, Jesus' words from the Sermon on the Mount, this is an excerpt from the Sermon on the Mount. He says, give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over, poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. We often say that. Those, of, uh, those people uh, that stand in the place that I'm standing this morning uh, often use this verse to compel you to give more money to whatever they're trying to raise money for. That's what I'm trying to do too. No, actually, uh, I would like to compel you to do that. Support the work here at Restore. Put the giving slide up. Now's a good time to do that. Yeah, ways to give. There you go. There's a couple things we believe around here that when you're part of Restore, when you're part of an organization, if you're here, you call this place home, you ought to be giving to support the work. I really did not plan to say that right here. But it's true. And the other thing we think you should do is we think you should serve. God has called us to give of ourselves in every aspect. And so, um, let's just go to this. Did you get one of these cards? Pull it out. Let's look at it real quick. Hold them up high if you got one. You get it? You got it? Yes? All right. If you didn't get one, I don't know, you're out of luck. This is the Volunteer Connect and Serve card. Last week, I told you that life hack number one was to forgive. Like if you forgive, your life will change. I guaranteed that last week, and I stand on that guarantee this morning. If you live a life of forgiveness, your life will change exponentially, and it will change for the good. Promise you that. Life hack number two this week is serve and give. See, you can stop keeping score of how good you are, and you can just kind of make that a rhythm of your life. That's what the followers of Jesus are called to, making doing good a rhythm of your life. And again, around here, we believe that if you're part of us, then we would like to see you actually serve with us. And I know you serve other places, but other places isn't restore. And restore, uh, I have been trained to not use the word need. It feels better to say we don't need your money and we don't need you to serve. The truth is, uh, a viable organization needs both. It needs both. So we need you. We need you to step up. We believe that God is calling us to more. We believe God is calling us to reach a whole lot more people than the 200 of you that are here this morning. We believe God is calling us to multiple services. We believe we need to make more room for people. Notice under Volunteer Connect Serve, it says, make room. It says, change your life. And it says, serve others. And so I'm asking you this morning, we've made it so simple. There's a QR code right here. Every one of you has a smartphone. Take a picture. 
follow the link, and sign up. Do something with us because together we are community and together we have a lot of work to do and we can't do it without you. Let me just give you a couple numbers that you may be oblivious to. We have anywhere from, uh, well, usually it's in the 50s range. Uh, sometimes we get to 60 more and more children in our kids' ministry. And so we need, yes, I'm using the word need, we need 30 more volunteers in kids now. And we have uh, running 30-some students If you don't like kids, maybe you like students, middle school and high schoolers. They're sitting up here. They're not in kids' church. You could at least say something more than like, affirm that, that you like students, right? All right, yeah. All right, now scan the QR code and sign up to serve in students. But in all seriousness, we move this mission forward because of your investment in time and energy and finances. And so I'm, I'm asking you this morning to stop keeping score, if you're still keeping score. If you're still saying, what have you done for me lately? Am I good enough? Am I right enough? Just lose count. Lose count. Stop keeping score. Again, the words of Jesus, let your light so shine before men that they would see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. See, good works are the natural uh, result of following Jesus. Do good and don't concern yourself with what the return is because soon you'll find yourself in that unforced rhythm that I mentioned earlier. Build your future. Build your future on a life of full surrender to the Holy Spirit. Build it on service to others with generous living, not out of obligation, but out of gratitude. By the way, we don't always feel like doing what we know we need to do. By the way, don't always depend on your feelings to inform your actual actions. Would you stand with me? If you want to know your future, pay attention to your words, your priorities. Your friends, pay attention to your giving. It's really not that complicated. It's really not. Relax. Let the Holy Spirit do his work. Let him lead you. Open your hands. Open your hands. Serve, give, live. That's the new mantra for me. I hope it is for you too. Serve, Give, live. Together we can always do more than we could ever do alone. That's true in every aspect of what we're trying to do here at Restore. And I hope you'll join us in this effort. And don't think that somebody else is one of those 30 people that signed up to help, in, uh, to help lead kids' ministry. Maybe it's you this morning. Maybe you're the one to step into that. Would you pray with me? Uh, God, we are, uh, again, just so grateful for your presence in the house this morning. Would you continue to do your work now as we close our time? 
And God, as we talk about kids this morning and we talk about students and the needs there, uh, God, I just uh, thank you for the families that are represented here that bring their children, that bring their students. We believe that there is no greater work than that of pouring into the next generation. That next generation is not the church of the future so much as they are the church of now. And so Father, would you just continue to raise up leaders, young leaders in students and in kids' ministry. And God, impress upon the hearts of your people this morning the opportunity we have to lead and guide the next generation into a place of obedience to your spirit and awareness of your spirit. And in so doing, God, we know that you make us more like you. And for that, we're grateful. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Please rate and review us on Spotify and iTunes and join us again for next week's podcast. We love you and pray blessing and peace over you and your family.